How do you avoid becoming enmeshed in complicated life dramas? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Frieden. Today we are on page 41 of Tractate Nazir, and we learn to K-I-S-S, keep it simple, Shlomiel. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Havrissa today. I like to begin with a story. King Solomon was the wisest of all men, but none of us is perfect. The Torah mandates that a king may not have too many wives, and he may not lead the people back to Egypt. Solomon transgressed both commandments. He married a thousand wives, one of whom was an Egyptian princess. Ultimately, these indiscretions led to his downfall, and he was even temporarily removed from his throne. What motivated him to act contrary to the Torah's clear laws? In the case of the constraints on the king's conduct, the Torah specifies why he should not transgress. Marrying too many wives leads a person astray, and purchasing military supplies, horses and chariots, from Egypt may lead to a return of our people to Egyptian values and culture. King Solomon believed that those concerns would never happen to him, or the people under his watch. But human beings will always be human, and when we place ourselves in compromising situations, we increase the risk that we will cross that line. Today's stuff discusses whether a Mitzorah may fulfill his ritual requirement to shave with any tool other than a razor. Let's look at the Gemara. Perhaps if he removed his hair with tweezers or a plane, he also performs the mitzvah. And the verse is coming to teach us that even if he used a razor, he would not transgress the general prohibition against shaving with a razor. If it should enter your mind that when he performs his shaving with tweezers or a plane, he fulfills a mitzvah from the fact that the word razor is not written, he should not be allowed to use a razor at all in accordance with the opinion of Reish Lakish, who teaches that any situation where you find a positive commandment and a negative commandment in competition with one another, if you can find some way to fulfill both, that is preferable. But if that is not possible, the positive mitzvah will come and override the prohibition. Let's analyze the Gemara. The Gemara reasons like this. If it would be possible to use scissors to remove the Mitzorah's hair, then it would be forbidden to use a razor, because shaving with a razor is generally forbidden. Even though it might be permissible in certain instances, it would still be preferable to use a means that would not pose any challenge whatsoever. That's, that's the fact that the Torah does not insist on a Mitzorah using scissors means that in this case only a razor may be used. One of the most common examples of a positive commandment that overrides a prohibition is tzitzis. Strictly speaking, tzitzis may consist of a wool garment and linen threads. But why is that permissible? Isn't that a transgression of the biblical prohibition of shatnas? It's permitted because we have the positive commandment of tzitzis that overrides the negative commandment or prohibition of shatnas. Nevertheless, the Rambam rules that one should not make tzitzis from a mixture of wool and linen. Why not? His concern is that you might accidentally wear them at night. The Torah states, and you shall seed them, the tzitzis, from which we derive that the mitzvah of tzitzis is in effect during the day. At night, it is doubtful whether one is obligated to wear tzitzis. If you happen to be wearing a wool garment with wool tzitzis at nightfall, it would pose no problem. But what if you were wearing a mixture of wool and linen tzitzis at nightfall? It's now unclear whether you have an obligation to be wearing tzitzis whatsoever. What is clear is that you're wearing shatnas, which is forbidden 24-7. And so by making tzitzis out of the combination of materials, you've complicated your life once it gets dark. Therefore, 
The Rambam urges us to keep things simple and make your tzitzis out of either wool or linen, but not a mixture of the two. As Reish Lakish says, why confuse matters if you don't need to? Life is challenging enough without placing yourself in situations that may further complicate your life. Remember the KISS rule. Keep it simple, Shlemiel. The less complex you make things, the greater the chance you will succeed at life. Maybe you're in college and you've been tasked with finding a partner for a group project. Why choose a peer that could eventually result in an intermarriage? As Rabbi Duran Kornbluth says about interdating, of course it's a bad idea. Dating leads to marriage. After all, he's yet to meet someone who got married without dating. And the same is true of any intimate relationship, including work and university collaborations. The closer you become, the greater the chance it will develop into something more serious. Why place yourself in that situation when you could have simply chosen someone of your own gender to collaborate with on the project? There's no shortage of similar situations throughout your day-to-day life when you get to make the decision whether to complicate your life or K-I-S-S. The colleague who has asked if you'd like to get lunch together, the boss who wants you to share an office so that you're always at their beck and call, a college student who calls or visits you at home for advice on their thesis. Don't complicate your life. Make those boundaries abundantly clear even when you think it'll appear silly and unreasonable to the other person. It's just not worth the risk. May you forever keep it simple, smarty, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Daf podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. If you've enjoyed being my Chavrissa today, please consider purchasing the book series or partnering with the Center for Torah Values as we show the value of Torah and instill our values with Torah. Check it out at transformativedaf.com and across social media at Rabbi Daniel Friedman.